Hey everybody, this is Chelsea Schaefer and Caitlin Gustav, and this is The Score, the official podcast of the sport of team roping. This is the Team Roping Journal's semi-weekly podcast, highlighting the team roping industry's top talents and influencers through stories that inspire and connect ropers. We sit down with ropers from the professional ranks, as well as industry icons and producers to delve into topics that make the team roping world tick. This is season two. It will feature even deeper interviews, storytelling, and issue-based coverage, and we are so excited you're here. Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the short score. This is the week of, this is the last week of July. Yeah. And that's crazy. It's almost birthday month. It's almost Caitlin's birthday. (laughs) Her birthday's in August, at the end of August. But don't worry, we will be celebrating all month. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll give you guys a fun prize or something, like a free Uh, magazine subscription every week to celebrate Caitlin's birthday. We'll come up with a contest. We'll do something. (laughs) you're welcome people we're gonna encourage this (laughs) okay anyway moving on guys caitlin's a little slap happy today because she was at cheyenne dang near all week last week it was fun right it was fun how did you feel about the format it was different i i think there's some things that they need to work on Mm -hmm. and i think there are some things that came really great out of it yeah so kind of up and down about it yeah and dustin and trey Dustin Bird and Trey Yates, of course, mm-hmm. they won Cheyenne. Uh, I think, obviously, they would have roped great under mm-hmm. any of Cheyenne's conditions. Trey's definitely proved that in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but just glad to see them get a win either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. I mean, especially, like, they Trey missed on the first one in the performances, and they still made it back to the final. So it's kind of – it was anyone's ball game. It sure was anyone's ballgame, which is very different, and obviously that's a lot of the criticism that I've seen mm-hmm. of what happened in Cheyenne was that it's not supposed to be anybody's ballgame. It's supposed to be the toughest Cowboys that roped the best over that whole period, but mm-hmm. um, but I'm just sharing what I've heard because I, I certainly enjoyed watching it, and I enjoyed the coverage on the Cowboy channel, but... As we get diverted now, that information, we we will talk to Trey about that and more later in this episode. Mm -hmm. Caitlin caught up with Trey right after his win. Was he as emotional as he looked on TV? No. I mean, he was, you could tell he was feeling all the feels, but Mm -hmm. he wasn't. He kept it together. Yeah, he kept it together. That's good. I was proud of him. Mm -hmm. Very good. (laughs) Very good. So, obviously, pro rodeo results like every week. Obviously, Dustin Bird and Trey Yates won Cheyenne. In that final round, they were 7.8 seconds, and that paid over $9,000. And then in the um, average, after the slack, they were 19.4 on two head, which qualified them to the quarterfinals. And then Trey messed up on the back end in their first round. Um, and they came back in their second round in the fourth performance and placed second with a 9.2 second round. They just squeaked in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so their money won in that round. The $1,674 advanced them to the finals. So that was a big day for them. Saddles, buckles, you name it. So Yeah, that was cool. Um, Trey also won some money with his dad, J.D. Yates, in Burwell, Nebraska. They placed second with a 5.4 second round, paying over $1,000 as well. Bird, he's currently 29th in the standings with $33,839, and Trey is just shy of top 15. He's 16th with $43,941. Yeah, Trey had a decent winner with JoJo Lamont, which is kind of the Mm -hmm. discrepancy in the money. That's pretty crazy, though. These guys, you know, the summer wasn't going great. I think they won sisters, but otherwise it's been really, really dry this summer for them. 
So Cheyenne, when it was really big, unfortunately, they had already decided not to rope much further. Mm-hmm. So Bird's headed home to, he's going to go rodeo in their circuit and then in Canada mm-hmm. um, get the Canadian finals made. But 29th in the world, I don't know how much he can win in Canada and in Montana for the next two months, but oh. it'll be exciting to see. Yeah. Um, and Trey, he's got Clayton Van Aken. He's mm-hmm. from Wyoming. Um, and Trey on... Uh, Wyoming slash Cal- by way California. of California. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trey talks about that in our interview. That will be later in this mm-hmm. episode. Cool. I know I talked to Julie Mankin, who's one of our writers, and she is going to work on a story with... Um, She's going to work on a story with Clayton on teaching mm-hmm. the head horse move because Julie says Clayton is one of the best at teaching the move. So, fun to see. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. The rest of Pro Rodeo, another team we saw in the short round at Cheyenne, Cheyenne was Nick Sartain and Austin Rogers. Yep. They ended up, they didn't place in the final round, but Cheyenne, they placed in the seventh performance. They tied Chad Masters and Joseph Harrison for third. With a 9.2, and that paid over $1,000. And then in the eighth performance, they were first with an 8.4, and that paid $2,233. And all that money is what advanced them to Short Coast Sunday at Cheyenne. Um, They also won Deadwood Days of 76 Rodeo in Deadwood, South Dakota. Uh, They were 10.4 on two, and that paid over $2,000. They tied Tanner Baldwin and Nano Garza and Paul David Tierney and Tanner Braden. For seventh in the first round of the sixth second run, and that paid over $100. And then they placed second in the second round with a 4.4, and that paid uh, $1,553. And then at Ogden, Utah, Pioneer Days, they tied Lane Ivey and Cesar De La Cruz for first in the first round with a 4.6 second round, that paid over $2,000 a man. So moral of that story is these guys are within the top... They're almost to the top 30 in the mm-hmm. world. But Nick is 32nd. Austin is 31st. Nick is coming off a huge year of World Series of Team Roping finale roping. Um, yeah, that was really awesome last year to watch Nick win at the World Series of Team Roping finale in Las Vegas. He's kind of rodeoing on that money, hopefully still. <laughs> um, hopefully he hasn't blown through it all. Nick, no judgment if you did, because I would have probably done the same. Um, but I'm really <laughs> excited to see them with a chance, uh, you know, this is a big month of rodeo kicking in in August, so mm-hmm. it'll be great to watch them. And uh, moving on, Nelson Wyatt and Levi Lord. We talked about them last week, placing, winning big. Um, they won the average at Spanish Fork Fiesta Days Rodeo in Utah. Um, they were 8.6 seconds on two head, and that paid $4,383 a man. Um, in the first round, they tied Tyler Waters and Seth Smithson for second with a 4.1. And then in the second round, they placed sixth with a 4.5. So that's awesome. Nelson, he's 17th in the standings with uh, a little over 44,000. And Levi is 15th with 45,000. Well, look at Levi go. Right? 15th in the world. That's exciting. And Nelson's roped good for a while, too. So that's great to see them. And moving on, that Tate Kirkenslager. Mm-hmm. Crazy. He is currently leading the Mountain State standings right now. And he is 11th in the world standings with $56,358. So um, nobody knows how much it's going to take to get the finals made this year. No. There's only 65 rodeos that count. I'm not sure what Tate's rodeo count is. PRCA doesn't post that online like like the WPRA does. Um, but 
56,000 already won. He's 11th. He won San Antonio this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if it were years past, we would say he needs to win about 10 more thousand mm-hmm. to make the finals. Uh, we don't know, though, how it's that's going to work this year. It's all up in the air. Buddy's 36. He's got 27,000 won, so... That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, the minor brothers, Riley and Brady. They tied Logan and Keeley Bonnet with a 4.9 second run in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Uh, and then at the last chance, Stampede in Helena, Montana, they tied the Taurus brothers, Joshua and Jonathan, for seventh with a 10.8 second run. And then in Joseph, Oregon, at the Chief Joseph Days, they won first in the average with 11.9 seconds on two head. Miners just keep placing. That's what they, they yeah. do. That. So oh, they, Riley's third in the standings right now. Yeah. That's nuts. That's and I don't exciting. even know that we've talked to them for any big wins this year. No. They haven't been on the score. Um, we haven't done any real articles about them, but they're riding two of the best horses by far in the game. Obviously, Bob, many times. Horse of the Year, Horse of the BFI. Brady has a horse that he just bought from Dustin Bird. He's got Suge. He's got Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of got a monopoly on the heel horse game right now. So um, so no surprises there. I, want, I wanted to talk a little bit about who is in the standings right now. This is kind of my favorite thing to look at this time of year in particular. Paul David Tierney is still hanging on at number 13. Uh, he had a really good winter and has just been kind of circuit rodeoing, going just a little wee bit throughout the summer. He's got 52,001. So if it were about last year, he's got to win about 14 more thousand to be kind of guarantee a spot. Synergy, um, him and Patrick have had a really slow summer. That just picked up at Deadwood. Mm-hmm. He's 18th in the standings. He's got 42,001. We already said Nelson Wyatt's up there. Bubba Buckle is 16th. Uh, Matt Sherwood is 21st, which Sherwood is really deadly um, and really steady. So there's no there's no telling. I, I think the bubble is really, really interesting this year. There's some amazing names, some really great ropers on the bubble. So there's definitely no sure bets from, from you know, it's hard to say, like seven down, number yeah. seven in the world on down at least. So it'll be interesting to watch. Super interesting. Mm-hmm. On the heel side, too, um, Tanner Braden, who roped mm-hmm. with Paul David Tierney, he's number 13. Uh, Levi Lord, like we said, is number 15. Nano Garza is at 17th. Um, we, we already talked about Trey Yates. He's 16th. Uh, Tyler Worley's in there. Shay Carroll, who just returned to healing, is in there. Uh, Billy Jack Sabins, him and Tyler Wade are having a really good summer. Things are picking up for them. Um, so everybody just stand by, follow our website. We're going to do everything we can to bring you all of the, the bubble drama as mm-hmm. it unfolds over the next two months. Two months is a long time of rodeo. Um, so a lot's going to change, but so exciting. Yep. Um, and then moving on from pro rodeo results, we have our resist all rookie race that we follow weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, that Cal Fuller, he's still number one in the resist all rookie race. Uh, he's up one with Casper Roy. He has $21,697 and he is also 44th in the PRCA world standings in Bruce, Alberta. They tied Dawson Graham and Dylan Graham with a 6.7 second run. They were third there. And then Medicine Hat, Alberta, they were six with a 5.3 second run. Uh, Garrett Chick, he's roping with Ross, At- Ross Ashford. He is in a close second behind Cal Fuller. He has $18,816 won, and he just jumped up into the top 50 in the PRCA world standings. Um, at Ogden, Utah, they 
placed third in the average with a 10.3 seconds on two head, and that paid over $2,000. And in the second round, they won first with a 4.4, um, adding another 2000 to their earnings. Uh, Colton Campbell, he's your open with Dalton Pierce. He's third in the standings with $13,785. Uh, they placed in the rounds at Cheyenne. Uh, in the fifth round, they were fourth with a 10.9, and the sixth uh, performance, they were fourth again with 11.5. Uh, Dylan Holyfield is your open with Phoenix Everino. Uh, he's fourth with uh, almost $8,000 in the standings. Uh, they placed fourth with a 16-second run at Clee Elm, Washington, and then they were fifth in the average in Joseph, Oregon, with 14 seconds on two head. Um, Cooper White is Ropo Tucker White. He's fifth with 7,000. They placed second at Wahoo, Nebraska, with 11.5, and fourth at Burwell, Nebraska, with a 5.8-second run. Brody Jones is open with Braden Evans. They're, he's ninth with 5,000. They placed sixth at Rock Springs, Wyoming with 11.7 seconds. And then Clayton Eggers is open with Jake Riley, and he's 10th in the standings with a little over $5,000. Um, they placed at Joseph, Oregon. Um, they placed fifth in the second round with a 6.3 second run. And then on the heel side, obviously we're going to start off that Peyton Bray, although he didn't win money last weekend, he's still number one in the standings, and he's currently 24th in the PRCA world standings with $34,700. More healer updates, Heath Williams is healing for Clint Wallace. He's third with uh, almost $15,000. They won Mesquite, Texas with a 9.7 second run. Jaron Johnson is healing for Cody, too. He's currently sixth with 7,000. They placed second in the third performance at Cheyenne with a 10.1 second run. Uh, Dylan And they missed, uh, Cody missed that steer in the short round to be pretty mm-hmm. fast. So mm-hmm. that was kind of a bummer of an opportunity there. But there's lots more summer left for Jaron, and he ropes great. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Dylan Alstrom is healing for Taylor Wynn. He's seventh with $6,468. Uh, they were first and second perf at Cheyenne, 7.7 second run. That paid a little over $2,000. Um, Drew Carnes is healing for Ty Berger, and he's eighth with $6,000. Um, they won Kellettville, Kellettville Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Don't worry. Just here to interpret East Coast and Canadian Thank words you. for I you. I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, and there was a star rookie healing update. Colton Britton, who's healing for Koi Britton, he's ninth with um, almost $5,000. They placed third at Steamboat Springs, Colorado with a 7.1 second run. All right. I felt like I had to roll through that really quick. You did a good job, though. Um, but I'm glad that we rolled through it because now you get to, you all get to listen to Trey Yates after his win at the Cheyenne Frontier Days. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hey, Trey, welcome to the short score. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you just won the daddy of them all. What What's going through your mind right now? It's just crazy. It's uh. You know, there's there's uh, dreams um, that come true, but this is something I think, for me anyway, and I, I would assume many other people that it's a dream that just exceeds reality. And uh, to to be a part of a of a win this prestigious and and this unique, mm-hmm. it's just it's 
I mean, no words can describe. Uh, you know, there's Cheyenne. There's there's about two rodeos, you know, Cheyenne and Pendleton that have. You know, there's always variables stacked against you in, in rodeo. I mean, as far as a barrier, there's there's a lot of rules that come into play. Um, and Cheyenne is in Pendleton or two that we have we have those variables plus many more. I mm-hmm. mean, we have a 30 foot head start here on steers that I mean they they know what they're doing and they know how to get away and uh, good horses really shine here. Mm-hmm. Uh, both head, heel horses, any event, calf horses. I mean, that's just that's just what uh, makes Cheyenne what it is, you know. And to be to be able to to put my name up there with the champions in the past is it's just very surreal. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been close to winning it? Uh, I want the very first year I came here. I won, my dad and I won fifth, mm-hmm. and then it was about the third year I came. We won the second round, split it, and uh, come back and won third in the average. Mm-hmm. And that's the year that my dad won the won third in the steer open that year, and won the won the senior side pot, and won the all around. And so, you know, to to be a part of that, because my dad has so many trinkets and and has won so many different things um being a part of his only all-around win at at uh Cheyenne that was that was it it was more than a win Mm -hmm. anyway that uh it was it was awesome and then come here two more times and the third year after that just to to win it it's just Mm -hmm. like I said it's surreal it's you know and, and we drew a great steer Dustin nailed the barrier and and he he set that steer up to be healed fast and uh, my old horse YY he got around there and gave me a dead lay <laughs> and it we were in the middle of the arena and got a good finish and they I mean it worked out as good as it could possibly work out mm-hmm. so and how about I mean obviously they changed the setup this year it's tournament style and then you come back on a clean run kind of just like walk me through each of your runs. Well, <clears throat> the the first day in the slack, we just caught our two steers. Our our second one was was decent. We were ten three maybe and nine one. Our second one, we just made a good run and and we placed sixth, I think, on the on the first two, just catching them, mm-hmm. you know. And that was our goal. And uh, we come back in the in the first round of the performances, and and Dustin spun me a good steer on the first one. He he was maybe a step left, but didn't really matter and I was a little far behind I that steer broke to the left and I uh I hung back thinking maybe he'll come back to the right and and about the time Dustin stuck it on him I was I was too far behind and I maybe got a little far the inside and didn't get my bottom strand on the ground I had an inside leg for a second and he got out of it mm-hmm. and uh we come back the next day and we had a steer that Braden Peering and, and Matt Zancanella uh, we're 12-1 or 12-3 on, and and uh, you know from the back end here, it's kind of crazy. I guess because I, I got to watch a lot of them today, I, I mm-hmm. got to see it firsthand. But you you can't really tell how hard a steer's running. You, you it's so far away and 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 everything. But I could tell the steer really ran hard, and uh, kind of a step off to the right, and they were 12 on him, 
and you know Zank might have taken another swing but when you're going that fast here it's hard to to really commit to doing things so fast you know mm-hmm. anyway we had that's the steer we had the next day and honestly from 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 my perspective that was the only one I, I probably didn't want and Dustin just nailed the barrier again I I, uh, I kind of left because I knew that steer was going to be straight or to the right, and I, I might have got that steer broken in the left lead a little. Maybe, you know, it's hard to say now, a little too much. And uh, we, we made a, a great run on him. We were 9-1. So at that point, you know, Dustin spun me four really good steers. I've messed one of them up. We come back today on a, on a steer that was an extra the, uh, going into the second round of the last set mm-hmm. um lane ivy and caesar won the round on him uh he replaced a steer that had got hurt or something and i'd seen the run and he looked a little stronger but ran a really solid pattern mm-hmm. and uh like i said dustin freaking nailed the barrier again and uh blew to him and and got him got him where i could heal him fast and so so to say you know there's been a lot of ups and downs about the new format and uh, I've had success in the old format, clearly. Now, for me to, to have missed one and win Cheyenne, how can I, how can I be against the new format? Yeah. You know, the, the, the honest-to-God truth of, of it all is, is we're competitors. We're, we're rodeo cowboys. So whatever the rules are, that's the rules we're going to play. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just how it is, you know. I, I can't say one format's better than the other. Awesome. And, okay, before you ran your short round steer, did you call home? Did you talk to your dad? Like, what, what mental prep did you have? Um, I didn't, you know. I, yeah. I talked to my dad and my granddad this morning. And, you know, do your job. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. And, and uh, today, when, they're, when they're, it's one head against 16 guys, that's the only thing out of this format that I, you know, that, man, everything's got to gotta line up mm-hmm. right, you know. I told Christopher, my friend today that was here with me, when when I ride, uh, maybe I sound like Walt on Blueberry, but when I ride uh, YY, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I know everything that's about to take place. And I've won, previous to this, I've won 20-some thousand on him in this arena. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a pretty, pretty standard pattern. The routine we got mm-hmm. right here in this arena, as far as I kind of coast when when the gates open. Yeah. And when they pull the barrier, I still kind of coast. And, <laughs> and I don't know. It's just we're pretty synced here. Yeah. We're we're very. I mean, I'm nervous. When you, you know, the thing about Cheyenne is, you can make a great run. You can't never tell how fast you are here. Mm-hmm. I knew today when I healed that steer, it was by far the fastest I had been mm-hmm. because my dad and I were 8-1 maybe or 8-2 when we won the second round here that year. But we had it. I mean, we knew we had in that slack there was, you know, 40-some teams, maybe 50 teams. And uh, I remember it, Manny Esquiza mm-hmm. and Daniel Brayman had that steer the first day. So everybody wanted that steer and maybe two more you know well when i went up there at 6 15 that morning and we had that steer i knew if we caught we were going to be fast to win a lot yeah so my dad of course him and his bay horse buster just nailed the barrier i got to the inside let him take a jump away from me and i roped two feet you know today i got around him 
Dustin set him up to be healed fast, and I got around him and healed him fast. You know, yeah. like really aggressive. It was super aggressive. One head today, like fourth team out. Honestly, when I when I came up here today, I'm like, I hope I'm at the the front of the pack. Yeah. I don't want to be. You know, the other day when I missed that steer in the in the in the first round of the perfs, I uh, I exposed myself a little too much. Mm-hmm. You know, turns out I took a chance maybe that I don't always take, and I'm I'm not blaming that on anything but as far as that I missed but um the next day we had our backs against the wall we had to do good yeah and I took an extra swing and the steer lined out and I healed him and we won one second in our set right yeah so today that I mean I I don't feel like I just did anything crazy but the stars lined up my horse put me in a good position Dustin did a great job did I feel like we were seven eight I can't say that I did or didn't I knew we were faster than 8-1 yeah. or 8-3 or whatever I was that year mm-hmm. because there was a little more exposure in the run. Yeah. When that, when it's a when it's a one-header, I mean, shoot, anything could happen, you know. It's anyone's ball game. It is. It really is. And watching from the back end was – now, I will say I wanted to be at the top of the pack, but <laughs> watching another, what was there, 12 teams to go yeah. or 11 teams, that was also nerve-wracking. But I knew that 7-8 was going to win good money. Yeah. And at the end of the day, my grandpa always tells me, you know, it's about doing your job. We did our job to the fullest of our abilities at that certain point in time. Mm-hmm. And whatever happened after that happens, you know. And and uh, so am I, am I grateful to win the rodeo? Absolutely. But I'm just glad that in a, in a time of when we really needed to, to, to do good or do our jobs we did mm-hmm. that's that's uh something that i think really goes into to being a winner and that's that's where i want to go i i feel like i've won a lot but i want to be a guy who who consistently wins all the time yeah i want my name called i want i want to be a guy who everybody wants to rope with i want to catch two feet mm-hmm. i want to be known for for whatever takes place in the run doing my job yeah and when when opportunities like that arrive i want to be the guy that that pulls through you know that's that's a personal goal yeah that's not a bad thing to strive for no 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 what's next you're roping with clayton van aiken i'm gonna rope with clayton van aiken starting at caldwell Mm -hmm. you know i i guess to say i didn't have intentions of still making the nfr this year would be lying Mm -hmm. um we've kind of had a a patch of rough luck and and uh you and bird me and bird yeah yeah we it just hasn't really worked out clearly it's turned around Mm -hmm. and you know sadly this is our last year you know i went to canada for a couple weeks and and uh we won a little bit but had some tough luck and it's a it's a long ways from my house which you know that's part of the game Mm -hmm. but when i uh you know dodge city's just kind of close to home and and uh, the Spicer Grip and and everything. And my grandpa likes to go watch me mm-hmm. now, especially, uh, you know, my dad and I are going to rope there. So that kind of came into play. Yeah. It's nothing personal. I love Bert. He's very positive. Mm-hmm. He He's he's an absolute great guy. I say, I don't think Bert has any bad days. No, no, Bird's Bird's very... You know, he's got a very, very much so winning attitude mm-hmm. as far as any anything in the past doesn't bother him. Yeah. It's just at this point in my career with my, my family deal and 
I just I like to stay closer to home. It's no different than him. You know, he's going to five rodeos in Montana this next week. Yeah. And I'm going to, to three or four right there by my house. I, I would say our circles just kind of didn't add up. And and I'm okay with that. You mm-hmm. know, I, I sure hope that, I mean, we're tight. You yeah. know, I want to be his friend and freaking dang sure want to rope together again. I mean, yeah. we've had some pretty cool wins. I mean, Sisters Oregon was, was big, you know. Mm-hmm. I got, I, I am thankful for that. I got to go see some, some different places. Mm-hmm. And that's what rodeoing's about, you know. And yeah, I'm gonna rope with Clayton Van Aken starting at Caldwell. Clayton, Clayton and I college rodeo together. He's a good guy. Uh, he's got a lot of potential mm-hmm. with the rope. And and I just I wanted to go rope with somebody who kind of had the, you know, he's kind of like I I am or was I guess before today. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit behind the eight ball. Yeah. Uh, as far as world standings and and uh, making the NFR, but. Uh, you know, he's never got in the winter rodeos, and and that's a that's a goal for him, uh-huh. and that's kind of where I stood in in my career up to today, as far as this year. I mean, anything can happen now. You know, you know, I hope it goes good, and and uh, I don't really know what Bird's plans are, but mm-hmm. I like I wish him the best too. I, whatever he does, and is there anything going on? Like, what are you gonna do with this win? Like money, sat? Like, what's? Well, <clears throat> we got a, you know, pretty. You've seen it, but we got a. A pretty neat uh, trophy room at our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it going to go with your dad's stuff in there? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, there's, yeah. we got uh, matching set, not matching because they aren't the same year, but we got, you know, matching NFR average mm-hmm. champion saddles. We got Reno Spurs next to each other's. He's got two sets. He's got an all-around set and a team roping set. I put my team roping set right next to his. He's got one, two three Cheyenne buckles now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he's got a champion steer roper from the late 80s, maybe uh-huh. early 90s. He's got, and then the year we were here, he won the, the senior steer roping and won the all-around. So he's got them in there and his his daddy a mall saddle. I will say that our, our house is pretty bachelored out, <laughs> but we've put our matching college final saddles together. We've put our matching NFR saddles kind of mm-hmm. next to each other. And uh, we're running out of room, but we will make room to put our Cheyenne saddles together. Yeah. A goal of mine is, at some point in my career, I want to be an average champion at the, you know, I always be, want to be a world champion. That's everybody's goal, mm-hmm. but an average championship at the Stereo Open Finals, and then yeah. we'd have, you know, three or four sets of matching saddles in there. All right, Trey, I wish you all the luck in the world the rest of the summer, and can huge congratulations on this win today thank you yeah it's it's pretty awesome and you know we appreciate you guys at the team roping journal doing what you do and and uh you keep a lot of fans interested in our sport out there and that's that's uh what it takes you know and and i just want a lot of a lot of young kids to know and people know that it wasn't you know four years ago i was behind the eight ball a little bit in my roping mm-hmm. and uh if you, you know, just keep your hammer mashed down and work hard and and uh, things will line up for you. So thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We, we appreciated you guys joining us again today, and we will talk at you again next week.